41. Uh-huh. There was... Holly, Holly was the main who was one. the main one who's... Ugh, Holly's kind of a bitch. Oh, really? I thought she... Holly, she, like, stayed around. I feel around. like she's been through it. To be the head I mean, bitch. yeah. <laughs> at the mansion. Like, at the she, Playboy Mansion. She, like, stayed around for a very long time until... Like, two was definitely over her. Because then they did the new series of Rose Next Door where they had the twins, and she was like, I hated them, but they were clearly like pushing her away. Oh no. Yeah. And then I think she event I think she left. And then there was. <gasps> the smart one. Who was the was smart one? Name? What was her name? I can't even see her face. That, that just I, goes never, to show you. You'll never believe it, but she I was blonde. I have no idea what you two were talking about. Um, what, what was the show called? The Girls Girl, Next Door. The Girls Next Door. It was like a Keep Me Up With The Kardashian-esque reality show about the Bridget. Playboy bunnies. Can I see a photo? <laughs> at the mansion at that mm-hmm. time. And they were the top three. Was she the brunette? No. Well, naturally, Who's the yes. brunette? Oh, right. I mean, yeah, yeah. they're all blonde. Naturally, she was. No, no one that lives in the mansion is any other hair color but blonde. Yeah. Interestingly enough, it was the best show. (laughs) I didn't watch a whole lot of it because it was hard to get away with uh, in my household. (laughs) Oh, uh, me, my sisters, and my mother would watch it every week Uh, live. Yeah, it was that and. Any any sort of reality show, like I remember, I used to sneak watching Bad Girls Club. Mm-hmm. That was it. Ooh, I loved that show. I to this day, if I'm sure it's still coming out with seasons, and I would love to hop back into it. It's so like there's there's no point to that show. They act like all of everyone involved acts like it's a competition show to just last in the house the longest. I guess. And the, and that's it. Like they don't win anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. happened. Like they don't they don't do any sort of challenges. There's no real like skills involved. All they do is look hot, go out, get fucked up, and yell at each other until someone hits another one, and then that girl gets kicked out, and another girl comes in, and then they're like, "You were here the whole time." Like fuck you. And she's just like, "Hi everyone." <laughs> I'm here to make friends. I'm <laughs> not even bad. <laughs> I shouldn't I, even be here. I wanted to be on that show so badly. Yeah. Not that I would not have done well. Girls but, but what is doing well? I, but I bet I mean, by the time you finish, especially if you are a long-lasting member, you end up the same way all the girls on The Bachelor do, mm-hmm. where they are... I know. Public figures of yeah, some sort. Yeah, they're public figures of some kind. All they do is promote things yeah. and go some to club them, openings. Yeah, and they some get of them ended up, I think, ended up on, like, love competition show. Like, not on Flavor of Love, although mm-hmm. that is a show mm-hmm. I could do a whole... We yep. could talk about for years. Yep. <laughs> My mom still says, who gonna love Flavor Flavor the best. Just, I, my favorite part about that show is he comes in and it's like, I know all y'all got beautiful names, but I am not going to remember those. <laughs> so introduce me, or introduce yourself to me, and I'll be renaming you. And then he <laughs> fucking does. <laughs> this, it's New York. Yeah. You had, I feel like we were 
Was it you and I naming them off the other day? No. Might have been Evan. <laughs> you could say. Um, and welcome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Mythical Menagerie. Uh, it's a podcast where three zookeepers talk about the logistics of keeping a mythical creature under human care in a zoological setting. Uh, all of this is for fun, and nothing is serious, and the points don't matter. Everybody wins, everybody loses. We're all just a couple of ions and protons just magnetically connected to this rock spinning through space, which what is a magnet, even? No one has answered us yet. Uh, so... <laughs> Someone just explain a magnet to me, please. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts. Ho-co-hosts. Ho-co-hosts. <laughs> I'm one of your ho-co-hosts. <laughs> Put me on a reality show. Uh, my name is Camille, and you can also call me Denzel Sprack. I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Titter Snowbird. I'm Joe, a.k.a. Lord Weasel. Forgot. Yeah, that's okay. And today, it's been a minute since we recorded. It really yes. has. We've got... Three, well, technically four episodes back recorded right now. I just haven't edited one of them, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, today, we're talking about a... We're delving into the Star Wars universe as three people who... Swooniverse. Who... Swooniverse! <laughs> I like it. I but, think that's what they call it. I, uh, it's gonna be interesting, because I feel like all three of us have absolutely seen the movies. Uh, I've seen some of those movies more than once, but not all of them, if you catch my drift. I don't think any of us are claiming or wanting to be Star Wars, uh, connoisseurs, not the word. Experts? What is Aficionados. Yeah, yeah, I think that's maybe the one I was thinking of. But, um... So bear with us, but we are going to delve into that universe. We're going to talk about the... (laughs) (laughs) You get it. Fathers. Fathers. We're talking about fathers. And also, um, don't be mean to us about pronunciation of things because we're doing our best. Yeah, it's... F-A-T-H-I-E-R. We got it from the movie as Fathier. Yeah, so, um, several YouTube videos pronounce it as Father, but you know what? I like that we're really starting this one on the back foot, like defensive. <laughs> all the way hey, 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 just fuck before, you. Okay. Before you even say So, you. like, just don't fucking get a life. Um, well, here's the screw thing. Off. I, uh, again, um, I don't want to get attacked in the comments, but feel free to come for me in the comments. Um... Bold move to take that bite. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird exclamation. <laughs> Cover me in the comments. <laughs> I just, what I could not read it. Um, but I. The Star Wars universe is one of the least interesting to me. It's kind. It's gotten to a point of like Marvel status where there's just there's just too much like little things that I am. Supposed to notice now, and I'm not gonna do it. I don't. I don't care that much. I'm. I don't care that much. I don't care that much, and I'm. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about it. We. I was Google. gonna say you were the one who chose this. <laughs> well, because so we were watching it because it is when we're recording. It is May, and we actually watched this on May fourth, 
It's from The oh. Last Jedi. Yeah, and that's where Another the... are nerds. Well, we just, you know, we were like, let's watch a movie from it. You know, yeah. It was fun. That, that's the level. I'm like, I'm like Oof. Hot Topic t-shirt involved in Star Wars. Does that make sense? Like, I'll buy... If I see a cool Star Wars t-shirt from Hot Topic, I will buy it. And mm-hmm. I will wear it. But mm-hmm. don't... Ask and me. you might be able Are, to say this is a Wookiee or a yeah, Ewok. I yeah, but I couldn't have told you what a father was. Why didn't we do Ewok? Well, I think we'd like have speak. to hire them. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Also, are you going into a hot topic? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love hot topic. <laughs> I love a good. I love a good mass-produced niche graphic tee. I got my favorite t-shirt in college uh, from a Hot Topic. Was it a cool Naruto shirt? No, it was Was a... Was it a cool uh, One Piece shirt? Was it Nightmare Before Christmas? Nope. Was it... Before Christmas. I think wrestling? Nope. Was it a Funko Pop? Shout out to Daniel. Nope. Was it... Let's keep going. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I already said Nightmare Before Christmas. I got a... Most recently, which it has been a couple of years, but I definitely bought it at the Hot Topic here. So within the last four years, not only was I in a Hot Topic, but I made a purchase at a Hot Topic. Power Rangers? No. Rugrats? No. Ooh. It's anime. Yeah, of course. <laughs> My Hero Academia? No. Older anime? Older. Death Note? No. <laughs> Inuyasha? No, although I would in a heartbeat. I wanted or to be... Sailor Moon? No, I wanted to be Inuyasha and Kagome for Halloween, um, but oh, obviously good. I wanted to be Inuyasha and I want Evan to be Kagome, but yeah. he's not having the little Japanese schoolgirl outfit, which is oh, unfortunate. Weird. I know, he's got the legs for it. Um, <laughs> it... To, to answer the question that no one asked, it was a <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Ooh, okay. That's tea. Uh, but then I went I to the... Oh, whatever. I went to oh, a no. sandwich shop. <laughs> They're going to know where we are. Um, I went to a sandwich shop, and the guy behind the counter was like, oh, do you remember, like, season three? Episode? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is from Hot Topic. <laughs> I got a shirt from Hot Topic that just said, nobody knows I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Which I love because in anyone reading that, it immediately became untrue. It was immediately a lie. <laughs> that's a good shirt. I think I still have it. But oh, like it's got that good. nasty old t-shirt smell. Oh, that's, so I don't that's wear it very top quality. Um, anyway, now that we've hit um, malls, anime, and girls next door, <laughs> uh, the father is... First scene in Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi, I think. Definitely the Last Jedi. It's definitely the Last I don't know Jedi. What it is. Yeah, because it goes four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. how numbers go. Well, it literally is not how numbers go. <laughs> I thought I thought you just counted it. I was texting. Oh. In terms of relief, um, yes. Yeah, but so. Yeah, it's like Fast and Furious. Shows up in the Last Jedi. Um, it's basically the Star Wars universe version of horse. a horse. They're Space horse. Three meters at the shoulder. Yeah, which I looked is up. Is the average height. Which, which is I looked like, up. That's nine feet. Yeah. <laughs> they're so big. Yeah, they're freaking huge. It's a big, big old horse. Yeah. Um, horse. <laughs> a nice space horse. But they are considered 
uh, non-sentient quadrupeds uh, and reside on the planet of Cantonica, mostly in the city of Canto Bight, which is where the casino is. And it basically, basically people just race these horses. Um, and while they are technically able to be domesticated, like, I think we're going to try and get into the logistics and maybe even discuss the ethics behind training a horse or a father versus breaking mm-hmm. a horse. I, because... Th- Basically, basically, they they are relatively sweet tempered. It seems again considered non sentient, which in the Star Wars universe means that they cannot communicate. Hold a lightsaber. Called a lightsaber. Hold a lightsaber. Hold yeah, they they can't hold a lightsaber, and that means they're not sentient. Yeah. Um, I mean, kinda. <laughs> now you say they are sweet, but apparently they were no- they they were known for their stinky spicy scent. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Yeah. I wonder uh, if we can bottle musty. that up into a perfume. Yeah. Cute. But we can get Tom Ford over here. The yeah. creative director at Industrial Light and Magic, Ben Morris, said that Fabius were intentionally given large eyes to highlight the innocent nature of the species. Hmm. So, okay. So okay. they're innocent. So they're anime horses. Sweet. Basically. Right back to it. Right back to it. Um, Hot Topic horses. There, I saw something, I can't find it, but um, there was, so basically, fathers, for the most part, are said to live miserable lives um, and, uh, and be abused by jockeys and be tramped in cramp stalls, uh, which are all things... Tramped and cramps. Tramped. Tramped. Why did you whisper it? Because <laughs> we both had to confirm that we heard it. Tramped. You tramp them. <laughs> they got a lower back. You just... That's where you put the... What? You tramp stamp. Oh. <laughs> how did we not go... How could... How was that too big of a leap? Because we have class. Um, I was with you. Must be nice. <laughs> I have class. But I did see um, something about, there was like a legend, I don't know, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, and then, as I mentioned before, you get to a point with these like fandoms and universes where you just, you just can't give a shit anymore. But I think at some point in time, there was a particular jockey that like did not abuse his father. And he was able to convince it to move without having to use a whip or spurred mm-hmm. heels and things. So I think that would be more... Obviously, we wouldn't keep them... We wouldn't tramp them in any stalls <laughs> for long periods of time. So I... In a cramped space. Yeah. And it, it seems like their, um, their diet is the same as horses. Space hay. Space hay, some spay. <laughs> I didn't love that. Uh, but yeah, just give him some hay, give him some space. I would 
also argue maybe we can put them in with the unicorn? Maybe, maybe. they can... I, uh, I didn't see anything bigger. about them being social or not, but again, since they're sporses, I reckon probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, cowboy talk. I reckon, <laughs> you know. Um, something about in the movie, they released them. And they all ran off to a field together before they left, so they at least moved mm. in a group. Yeah. I wonder, how uh, how is the social organization of horses? Do you know? I don't. Is it, is it a matriarchy? Communist. Communism. Indeed. I would... Neo-Marxist. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I think. <laughs> I'm so done with you. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I, the core of a group of horses. Uh, live lookups. Is the mayor. The, the, our, ooh, the core of the group is the mayors, which stay together even if the stallion leaves or dies. Uh, so, oh, so several it, mares, their offsprings up to two to three years of age, and at least one to as many as six adult males. Oh, so okay. Kind of like Pattis monkeys. Then. Big group. <laughs> but horses are kind of like Pattis monkeys. <laughs> you guys know. You get Just it. to put it in your terms. <laughs> I think it's probably more likely that it is... Um, more matriarchal. likely, yeah, it's, yeah, or not, okay. ma- not matriarchal, but like a harem system. Like you mm-hmm. have, you're mm-hmm. more likely to have one male with a large group of females and their kids for a little bit before they okay. Branch so out. we can do that. I, uh, I mean, I would be curious to see if the unicorn would be interested in hanging out with them, or if they would be interested in hanging out with the unicorn. But do you think I, they would? Hmm? Would there be a? Would we have to be careful, of like a mule situation? Ooh, maybe. I mean, here's the thing. A sporce, a space horse. That's a nine spoonicorn? meters tall. I don't know that it's going to be able to breed a unicorn. Spoonicorn. <laughs> a spoonicorn. We Sorry. can try. Spoonicorn. <laughs> I, I think it would be something that we would have to monitor. And, you know, since it hasn't ever been done before. It very well could be a possibility, but I think it would be worth giving it a shot. Giving it a try. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, shoot it up. Um, hey, get your vaccine. <laughs> Spay and neuter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter if it's fi- if you're a Fize guys or if you felt the dern. Just do what you feel is right. Pfizer freaks. Oh, Pfizer freaks. Excuse me. Why are Pfizer, Pfizer freaks people... better? I don't know. Why are they so adamant about... Like, what? what is that? My grandma I got Pfizer because... and she was talking mad shit to me. Because we're better? You I know. think it's because they're mad that they can't say something cool like feel the dern. Feel the dern is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, because we want to base all of our <laughs> slogans off of a failed presidency attempt. Oh, sorry, two. <laughs> I like Feel the Dirt. It, it's First fun. All, feel the Burn was something far before Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I mean, like, not really. Also, Feel the Dern is Laura Dern's run for presidency. You can't take that from her. I mean, what if we're just manifesting? One small so. Dern for 
man. One large turn for Laura's turn. <laughs> Every hey. time I hear Laura Dern's name, I think it's someone's trying to say Lorna Dune. Is it not Laura? Oh, wow. How do you say That's just so many vowels next to and around R's that I can't take it. Wasn't she in The Last Jedi? Yes. Cute. We should have had her on this (laughs) podcast. Maybe she could have shed some light. um, Onto the Fathier. The Fathier. (laughs) The Fathier. Um, I don't know. So what... I, I know that we decided... The unicorn was strictly protected contact, didn't we? Did we? Or did we say that we might consider, um... That is, uh, ep one, you're asking a lot, yeah, and I yeah, don't remember any I don't of them. Fully... I don't remember what we said. Um... Well, because I don't think it's necessarily important or fun for a unicorn to be ridden, but I... No. I did see that one legend or whatever that the father and his jockey or her jockey were like BFFs, BFFs basically, and it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would be worth considering for enrichment because what could be fun is to sell a guest experience, where so long as it's you know the behavior is trained through positive reinforcement, but you could do a guided tour mm-hmm. on the. Fathers, yeah. But if I guess if we have them housed with the unicorn, that might make things tricky. Because if they all leave to go on tour, and then the unicorn says, "Hey, wait a minute, what about me?" And we're like, "Well, you're a unicorn. You can't. <laughs> you can't really do rides. It's a little wild <laughs> to ask you that." All I'm saying, we gotta have a very good, attentive detail-oriented spell checker on everything that's around the Favier's. Because if we print out a big sign that says Father Rides, <laughs> that's going to be an issue. Like, uh, everything of them, we need to double and triple check that I is in there. Yeah. Do you ever remember that there's a product called a daddle, and then there's a saddle that you put on your dad so that you, as a child, oh, no. could ride him? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm sure they sold it as that. Yeah, and then you think of all the reasons why someone would actually buy a daddle. Mm-hmm. I also thought that was going to be a paddle for your dad. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know that that's a way to market it, though. No. You'd have to call it I would call this apple a saddie. <laughs> <laughs> Not a zaddy, a saddie. A saddie. That's pretty good. Um, so we've covered diet, habitat. We've already got one. This has really turned out to be a... Um, 20-minute episode. Walking on Phoenix. What we could do is Walking go to... Walking on Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it to hell. <laughs> Walking on sunshine. (laughs) Walking on Phoenix. Just stomp all over him. I I don't like that man. I will say I don't know him. I've never met him. But um, he's he's a big big pita guy, which is just comical. You like non better? I do. I'm not laughing. Yeah, I'm sorry, mad at that joke. No, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> And it took me all of our listeners to admit to get it. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, we could 
we could jump into I think there we could talk about employing Ewoks if we want. Yeah. And Why after not? the break. Make it a two animal. Episode. Make it a two animal. Yeah. Uh we should discuss so I mean nine nine foot tall. It's big. Yeah, significantly larger than a. It's unicorn. nine foot tall and it can run yeah, like forty five miles an hour. I don't know that we should house them together. Because yeah. yeah, our unicorns were a nice, easy, first, very accessible habitat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we're gonna put fathers in there, we're gonna need to. Up. Also, we don't want. Up. There. We don't want to have the our lovely little virgin <laughs> dealing oh, with unicorns yeah. and just, <laughs> just nine. Okay, Dobby just the Fury bowls them over. Yeah, what if they like virgins? We don't know. Oh, I found it. It wasn't a legend, but it just says the best jockeys know how to persuade their mounts. I didn't like that they called them that to run without striking them with an electro crop. I like these. So. I like persuade. Yeah, just makes some sense. Hey, so man. Like charismatic. Hey, man. But it's also considered... uh, a little. It's vague enough that persuading could be still. Positive punishment. Yeah, <laughs> truly. But what? So then we'll we'll just put it in basically a unicorn head. Like should a bigger. Put, yeah, a bigger and more secure. Didn't you say the planet secure. was beige? Mm-hmm. A big beige yard. <laughs> <laughs> the big beige yard. Big big beige. Maybe they barn. can barn. Big beige barn directions. And say maybe they can share the barn, like have a barn Sorry. in the middle of, like, and one side will be the unicorn habitat, the other side will be the, and then that way they can at least smell each other. Okay. You get it. I'm sorry, you're distracted <laughs> by no. something. Nope. Nope. <laughs> if anyone was wondering, I'm engaged. I hated that. No, you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Um, but my. Uh, my rock was uh, blinding Joe, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I was about to say it was glistening, but the word glistening, this is not going to be fun for anyone, but I'm going to make you guys only, listen. only refers to skin. There, here's the thing. So one day, I was being a mall rat in college with my then boyfriend at the time, who was a very nice kid. Um, I was Just not... Just got engaged and you're already talking about old boyfriends. Well, here's the thing. So, the word glistening, <laughs> we were walking through the mall, and there were, this was in Birmingham, Alabama, by the way, for anyone who is unaware. Um, that's just where, it's a, it's like mall rat, you know, like shysty, you're just at kiosks with weird people asking you to, like, let them scrub your arm with like dead sea scrub, and then sure. the next kiosk, there's like wigs, and then the next one is like plastic jewelry Mm -hmm. that they're trying to tell you is worth something and then remember that kiosk of like a thousand phone cases yes Mm -hmm. oh yes it was it's it's very that i really a hundred yes 250 different calendars paint that picture yes like the tile weird everywhere uh incredible but we're walking through being being little mall rats and we get to this kiosk of just the world's fakest chains and Jesus pieces, because that was the, the era. And there there's like Garfield bedazzled, the, the SpongeBob. 
And he, I think, <laughs> as a SpongeBob is a wild <laughs> statement that I cannot even imagine, and I, I need it to happen. How Birmingham, Alabama? I don't know what to tell you. Is but it anyway. wait? Is it Garfield with yellow diamonds <laughs> and the no. like the pants? Is he wearing Gar- SpongeBob's it, pants? Garfield as a chain. Yeah, but Garfield has a chain. Oh. Obviously. I Obviously. <laughs> How much clearer could I have been? Did you buy that? Do you have it? Well, no. I w- I should have. Yeah. But unfortunately, I didn't have the wherewithal to understand the cultural importance of such an item. But he, we like kind of slow down at that kiosk. And my boyfriend goes, damn, that shit's glycerin. And I said, what did you just say? And he goes... No, I'm saying that shit is glycerin. And I was like, you have to walk ten steps behind me (laughs) from now until the end of eternity. Like, what? Do you mean glistening? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, it's like the same thing, glycerin. I was like, no, you have to leave now. Considering (laughs) it was... You have to go. Around that time, and it was in a mall, is it possible the song Glycerin by Bush was playing? Possible, but unlikely. Just wanted to give him a note. No. The, no. He truly felt glycerin and glistening were one in the same. <laughs> and that's when I knew I had to get out of there. The mall and the relationship. Sure. But, um, mm-hmm. of course, that didn't happen for another three to seven months. Getting out actually. of the mall? <laughs> oh, I got... Actually, I did start working at the she store Ooh. there. <laughs> Pretty good discount. Pretty good discounts. I was not good at that job, though. Um, it was. Is anybody? Yeah, I mean, uh, like they were trying to act like you were really like in the shit. Like they were giving me sales she. goals in for every. Yeah, in the she. Thank you. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but they would give you sales goals that you were supposed to try and hit, and it would it would be like twelve hundred dollars. Which I don't know if you know anything about she. You don't go there for twelve hundred dollar shoes. No. So you'd have you'd have to make like you'd have to be like um, doing things, and I was like, oh no. ABCing. Yeah, you gotta do the whole thing where they give you one shoe and you bring out five, yeah. and and then you put bring an accessory that goes with that shoe that they picked out, and then you just have to like make them hold things until they're like, I don't know where my wallet is. And it's at the register, bitch. You know? It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I already ran your card. You can just walk out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just carry those. Those are for you. Um, yeah. Let's just... Well, let's well, ditch the fathier. We know we're getting them. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about Maybe we'll, uh, we'll each bring something to the table as a thing or an employee or something. I, well, should we... Discuss how we would train it instead of breaking it and using positive punishment. Sure. Okay. We'll do that after break. Something to look forward to. (laughs) Enthusiasm. Never felt guilty about shopping, but you get to shop like altruistically. 
I just, I, I feel like most times if I set out to go shopping for a gift, I don't come up with shit. And then I miss the deadline and then three days later I come across something that would have been perfect but I already gave them this bullshit <laughs> gift card to oh, never Amazon. <laughs> I don't like giving gift cards. I don't want to do it. I'm not happy about mm-hmm. it. But you can't you can't But I can't give you nothing. A ring pop. Like <laughs> You can't go look for a gift. It has to find you. Yeah, but there are ways to get it to come to find you. How? You get I mean, okay. You take your person, whoever you're buying a gift for, uh-huh. and just go through you can write it down if you need to, I just go through my head, just l- bullet point everything you know about them. And then you cross reference all those things into like interests and items and never buy anything that they need because that's just something you buy yourself so you never buy anything like that you don't buy electronics you don't buy tools those are boring and pointless don't do it <laughs> wow <laughs> it's kind of like anybody words. never never buy something for any something that they've already said they want because then they already know they want that so that's, that's what not i strictly rely on no see so never do that because then they they're expecting it they know that yeah they yeah. open it and they go oh yeah that but that's all you get ah <sighs> Yeah, that is all I get. <laughs> yeah, you can never go for that. You have to find something they've never even seen before. Yeah, I like a kid cutting Pokemon. I was gonna card. say, like Mr. Franz. I that's steam poster. I don't know. I guess I'm just too much of a narcissist for that. My algorithm is so fine tuned <laughs> <laughs> that if I start searching for other people, what will that do for me? I'm, I'm it absolutely garbage at buying gifts for people, and Annabrit is really good at it, and you are really good at it, and it is heartbreaking for me to think about, like, your birthday, mm-hmm. or Annabrit's mm-hmm. birthday. I didn't even get you anything for your birthday, or you anything. either, but... No. It's okay, November 24th, it's coming up. Yeah. We got time. Yeah. You're going to Thanksgiving presents, buy me something too. Evan's good at buying gifts, at least for me. I don't know about other people. But he he just buys clothes and shoes that he, like, I saw this and I thought you might like it. And I gotta tell you, seven out of ten times I'll see it and be like, huh, I never would have picked that out. And then I try it on and I'm like, I never would have picked this out. <laughs> so annoying. And one time I got him a shirt and he gave it to me later. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's okay. Welcome back. <laughs> we have already pretty much discussed fathers. So this second half we're going to take to um, discuss potential Star Wars employees. Before we get to that, though, I think we should decide on a father uh, gift shop item. Oh, yeah. Since we usually I do mean, that. I mean, if we can... A reborn... A reborn! No. No. A reborn! No. 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 I bet you can find one. I bet you can find one. Uh, For those who are unaware, (laughs) just like stop listening if you're unaware. Your life is better. Yeah. He's not wrong, but. It's it's just so funny. So there are these things called reborn dolls. 
We're just reborns. We're just reborns. And uh, they're... It's actually a very sad origin, so it's kind of fucked up that we were giggling, but... It's I think it, so far past that. Yeah, it, it originated as um, a way for people who have lost um, young, tiny, Infants, sweet, babies. angel babies um, to kind of... They're realistic, very lifelike ultra, baby dolls. Ultra, real, like, hyper-realistic. Ultra, yeah. It was I a, was just repeating what yeah, you were saying. That's for okay. A I was also repeating what you were saying. <laughs> we were just repeating. <laughs> oh, cute. What all days are like with us. <laughs> it really is. But um, so it started off as that, but now there there's like, like a like a surrogate for yeah. therapy. And I I don't know that it was necessarily created specifically. Or if there was somebody created these hyper realistic babies and then it became they were made. To be, I think I think it's I I would almost think of it as maybe even a challenge of how realistic uh. of a doll can I make, but then it is used for emotional outlets or for therapeutic purposes, yep. particularly with people who have lost a child. They can have the weight of a real baby in a in a baby doll form, and it is hyper realistic. They're made from silicone, so they're soft. And if they are in a... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you said soft and a, a child, and I just need to say this very quickly. Xana and I today, Uh-oh. co-worker. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. Sarah's heard this. Uh-oh. It's so good. This is, this is important. It's I, this very important Nothing to do with reborns or anything. Xana and I are working at Colobus today with our Colobus monkeys. I am in there feeding them. Xana is standing outside observing them. And a mother and father and <laughs> child <laughs> come up to us and are asking questions. And Xana is answering them. And then um, our female Jabula goes to the wall of the mesh on a branch near Xana and presents herself to be groomed. And the kids have been asking questions. And um, Xana starts grooming her a little bit while she's talking to the the family and the kid asks are they soft and she was like yeah they're 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 pretty soft but they're not like they're not that soft like they're not they're like maybe like a lab or something and i was like yeah that sounds about right they're Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they have kind of wiry hair um and so he was like are they like as soft as a cat and she's like no no i don't think they're that soft and he goes what's the like what's the softest thing and Xana, doing great, really thinking on her feet, goes <laughs> like, well, I mean, like, rabbits are pretty soft. And the mom was like, yeah, like, rabbits are, like, that might be it. And he goes, no, that's not it. What? <laughs> and oh, Zana he says, has, like, a correct answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, oh, just you wait. <laughs> oh, no. And so Xana goes like, oh, I mean, like, um, then I'm not sure. And the mom goes like, I heard, like, beavers are really soft, which alone is kind of a funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> And the kid goes, no, that's not it. And so Xana says, uh, well, okay, so what What are the softest things? And the kid goes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then Xana goes, oh. oh. And kind of takes a little step back, because, like, what you can you do? And the like, mom, what do you say? The mom, like, kind of starts, kind of, like, laughs, and is, like, taking the kid away. And then the kid goes, even my butt's soft. <laughs> No. And then the mom just like runs away with the kid. Even my butt. 
butt's Even soft. my butt's soft. Even my butt is soft. Oh, like, no. who? <laughs> this is like an eight-year-old child. Oh, that's... No. Just delightful. I hate that. <laughs> Ugh. That's... That is a fun story, but like, what... What possessed that child... I what mean, possesses like, any child to say anything? That is true. They really say um, the darndest things. With anyway, no remorse. No remorse. Yeah. Just the a smile is, on their face. A reborn child is as soft as that kid's butt. <laughs> probably as soft as that kid's butt. And if they are like kept in a like warm home, they can be warm to the touch. They are the weight of a baby. You mean warm home, like inviting, welcoming. <laughs> yes. A lot of live, laugh, love signs. They're made out of uh, mood rings. So <laughs> they turn blue if they're happy. Oh, yeah. I want a mood ring. Um, I want a reborn. <laughs> and some people do use them in, in a like cathartic, therapeutic way to kind of help them through the process of mourning the loss of a child. But some do also... Just collect them, or if you just also, Google fantasy reborn, yeah, they have gone. They have gone so far beyond a you baby. Can get, whoops, you, you can, can get, get a baby, a baby, baby Grinch. You can get a you baby, can baby Avatar. Shrek. I think. Yeah, a ba- I gotta tell you, Baby Grinch is fourteen thousand oh. out of ten dollars. No, <laughs> bro. Yes, no. they are expensive, but boy howdy, is a Baby Grinch cute as hell. I also love the baby that is part pig. Ugh, it's not I a baby pig. No, it just has a pig nose and pig ears. I, so think Penelope, but not as cute. Yeah, there's a lot of like humanoid animals. Like people have like baby deer and babies as a baby, mm-hmm. or there's like an avatar baby. Uh, there's fucking clown babies, which I hate. No, clown babies are terrible. Um, there's also specifically the what it. Saying? Clown. Oh, what is no. his name? Pennywise. Uh, Pennywise. Yeah. Pennywise. <laughs> but there, I mean, there's Dobbies. There's mermaid babies. Oh, there's Timmy. fucking baby <laughs> devils. If there are Dobbies, then there are fathers. Oh, fathers. there's baby Gamora. <laughs> oh, to bring it back to Star Wars, there's baby Darth Maul. That is just a, that is just a juggalo baby. <laughs> oh, pretty cute. Is the, there's a fucking baby rhino? Like rhino that's a baby? Oh no, unicorn. Not better, but different. Why is it not it looks better sickly and purple? Different. Anyway, this I, is a terrible rabbit hole we've gone down now. Yeah. Um what were we even talking about? What father's? gift shop item should be? <laughs> yeah, you said oh, reborn. I'm open to a father reborn. They no. have father plushes. What about if we bottle up their stinky, spicy mustangs? Yeah, we can bring in some scent designers. We can bring in a Joe Malone. Designers. Make, Make it, it work. stink. <laughs> Make it stink. <laughs> is the assumption that with all of these things we're gonna have things like plushes and et- I think so et cetera, yeah. but also we want them to have a special item mm-hmm. yeah okay it doesn't have to be a reborn <laughs> <laughs> there could only be one, no one I, be okay here's the thing like here's the giant thing giant giraffe stuffed animals that no never get sown here's the thing I do if, like that if I could allow if I would allow us to choose one animal of ours to have a reborn of. Ooh. Would you choose a Favier? 
Or would you maybe choose... If it was nine meters tall. Nine feet tall. <laughs> nine meters. <laughs> Not nine meters. It's nine a baby. It's breathe. a baby, so it wouldn't be that big. They don't come out that big. Yeah. A reborn of one of our animals. Like Minotaur. I, you know, that was the first one that popped yeah. in my head, but I, don't I just best, don't think that would be the cutest. Kappa. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, like the original. Secret, not Secret of the Ooze. Uh, not Secret of called. the Ooze. It's where they go to it's Japan. It's just three, yeah. It's just three. They, they go, they time travel to feudal Japan. And when they get back in time, they all of the Japanese people look at them and they're like, oh, Kappa! <laughs> it's just filled me with the giggles. Um, um, but they did talk about the Kappa in that. I, I don't know. I think for... Uh, I'm trying to think of who all we have. I feel like there's somebody, some another animal that I thought was real cute. Bigfoot reborn. Cerberus! Just a fluffy little But would it be like would it be like the human baby reborn with dog nose but three heads? I don't want that. Yeah, no. I don't think we can do that. Okay, so yeah, so then a father perfume and then we can discuss which I mean Well, I guess um it wouldn't be a Clefairy reborn, it would be a uh, Cleffa. Cleffa. And then would it just be a plush, like a Cleffa? It would just be a Cleffa. That's fine, I guess. But if it, we can put it in an egg and then it's a Togepi. Togepi. Spree cute. Um, okay. So now that I got us off on that tangent, yeah. do, would you Battle like to start? Yeah. Battle of the employees? Yeah. Who's starting? You can start if you would like. Or he I doesn't want to start. He wants to start. go last so that he can demolish us. Yep. <laughs> I am stupid. more than happy to go first. I'm dramatic. I don't have a preference. Okay, I'll... Do you want to just go down the road? Yeah. yeah. Alright, yeah, I'll start. That. I pick the Kaminoans. How you spell that? I gotta look them up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. K-A-M... Oh, not my guess. Okay, too fast. <laughs> K... Is it, is it Kamala Harris? No. Oh. That's so I'm... close, but not at all. Okay. K-A-M-I-N-O-A-N. Oh, cute. And I pick them oh. <laughs> because they are the ones who were in charge of creating the clones that ended up fighting the Clone Wars. Ah. They were initially all clones of... Um, Bajango. Yeah, Jango... Jango Fett. Jango Fett? Boba Fett. Jango Fett. Because Boba Fett was the one that he raised. Jango Fett. And then their purpose, if I'm not mistaken, which Annabert will happily correct me when she hears this, um, if I am wrong. Ooh, amphibian. um, Their purpose was to be an army for the Jedi, but the Kaminoans got bought out, I believe, by the Sith. And they turned them, and the clone troop, the clone clones became... Effectively, the stormtroopers, the clone troopers that ended up killing all the Jedi. I gotta say, first impression. First impression is bad. We would need yeah. <laughs> to watch them closely, but we, they specialize. We need to keep the pay grade. Yeah. They specialize in cloning and genetic <laughs> engineering, and since we have a bunch of 
animals that could potentially be endangered or whatever. I mean, the problem with that, the problem with that. You could use them in a conservation sense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Mm -hmm. my only thing there, yes, I see what you're saying. I'm not going to get into the ethics of cloning, Mm -hmm. but my only issue is cloning, you're not getting genetic diversity. Mm -hmm. I know they they did genetic engineering, but they have shown that's not on their CV. Mm -hmm. All of their CV is the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. And I'm not saying that we should have them be, have them cloning, but they are clearly intelligent and have the yes, technology yeah. they should be able to do to it. contribute to conservation potential conservation mm-hmm. projects. Also I will say and since we are gonna be taking up a large swath of land to house all these mythical creatures, we should maybe give back to the planet a little bit. Mm-hmm. And what if we could bring we back think the about it. we can think about it yeah. or something. Also I know this is, this is Tiger gonna sound is what I meant to say. Tasmanian Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Well this is still um <laughs> I know gonna sound a little maybe Hypocritical coming from a giraffe keeper, um, but oh, those necks! <laughs> <laughs> I like those necks. They are. I like those necks. <laughs> Don't I say that about those necks. They're cute. Those they necks. are skinny and they're nice. Who is this man? <laughs> Uh, you know, that's maybe when they are older, so... Um, okay, I like that. It's a good start. And again, their their current CV, you're right, is terrible. They've they got potential, but though. They as have long the potential as we... to be super beneficial, I think. Yeah. That's a pretty good... I'm, I'm starting to um, feel a little... <laughs> what, you, what you got? Well, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> it just feels a little bit um not excited superfluous <laughs> oh don't worry i i picked the ortolan o r isn't that the when you eat a whole bird <laughs> well there there isn't a bird called the ortolan bunting or yeah and then in france you you Eat the whole one, but you have but to put a thing over your head. So this that is God a humanoid elephant esque oh, okay. um, alien. So O R T O L A N. Um, it's a blue. Oh! Isn't it cute? It's a, a blue. Oh, it's Max Rebo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's... What did you say? Max Rebo. That's the character's name. So Max Rebo is the leader of what is the band called? I think Max Rebo Band. Oh, great! He's a leader lead of Max Rebo Band that is playing uh, at Jabba the Hutt's crib when uh, (laughs) Palace (laughs) Lair when Han gets rescued by Luke. and so he is a humanoid, blue, elephant-esque creature. Um, he's got five digits. And I honestly, I just wanted the Max Rebo band to play at the restaurant. So. <laughs> Our underwater restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I thought that that would be okay. a nice touch. So not to like skip ahead too much, but just to further the point that Camille and I are basically the same person. Oh, no. 
Oh, don't worry. I didn't do Max Rebo. Oh, okay. I did the Biff, who were the guys in the Cantina band. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get Finger and Dan of the modal notes, because those creepy I... whiteheads would just pop around the corner and start playing the music. There would be no Star Wars things. They'd be in Greek land and just I can, pop up. I can change, because I also, I was de- debating between the or- I was also some Ordolan or the Gamorians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was also going to say, um, just, I want a hut, but they have Max Rebo band with them. Because <laughs> I think, I think Jabba the Hutt would be great as a security so guy. Or guest services. <laughs> I mean, yours is a better answer. Yours is the only good answer. My first thought was just one Sarlacc that we throw all the trash in. <laughs> but... I, I don't know that Jabba would be great at security, because he cannot move. Really, the only yeah, security but, but imagine, he provides. Imagine there's a guest doing some shit, and then <laughs> him on his floating ship just comes <laughs> and just like, oh, they're gonna stop, and then Max Rebo's playing. <laughs> I mean, you've got to put. I was thinking he the need a siren, or just get okay, or he's guest services. So if their guests have issues, we send them to Jabba the Hutt. I would love to get him a little headset. Oh Oh my god. I um, also, I was debating between the Ordolan or the Gamorreans, which are Jabba the Hutt's. Oh, they're the pig dudes. Uh, they're the, the piggy-looking... Uh, <laughs> those, pi- those piggy fucks. <laughs> piggy boys. <laughs> little piggy boys. Little piggy boys. <laughs> Um, but they're pretty cute, and they <laughs> they act as security, and, like, one of them falls in with Luke when he gets dropped into Jabba's pit, and then he, the uh, Gamorrean gets eaten by... What is the animal that he... That what? we don't need, what, what? let me tell Which you. One? The animal that he has, that to, he has fight to fight in the pit. The Rancor. one that he kills. Yeah, and then the Gamorreans are really sad about it. Rancor. Well, not the, not the Gamorreans. Oh no, the, it's somebody else. The guy who like yeah. takes care of him is in tears. Yeah, he's so poor. And I feel you, big dog. Like, that was your, that was your big guy. Big dog, big dog, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Rancor. But I thought the Gamorreans no. could be good for, like... Yes. The mon- more mundane tasks. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. because ultimate, ultimately, I think it would be easy to find interns. This guy. This guy's really yeah, sad. Yeah, he yeah, is he's so scary, sad. So. Oh, he is a human. Also, he's wearing some wearing a shirt. Because it's better. It's going to skin contact there. him and his baby. Oh, the poor dear. Okay, okay, here, I'll, I will offer a non band <laughs> suggestion. That's, I just love that we both won. Yep. Of course we did. Wait, um, so that's maybe... can yours do Hot Weather? That's why I picked the Underwater... Is there a song called Hot Weather that you need them to no. perform? No. <laughs> well, because we have, what, we have the wait, restaurant you know the, here... Do you know what the genre of music that they play is? Um, Jizz music. <laughs> what? That's what it's called. I was gonna say space funk, but nope, spunk. I mean, oh. it's close. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, but if the genre fits, um, I don't know where the. I think the. I don't know. The bit were inside. The, no, they were in the canteen on the hot place in the desert, Tatooine. Okay, so perfect. Were. But because my my the borderland are in the hot for place. the for the cold. Oh, they're for the cold. That's why they're blue <laughs> and <FTC>. fat. <laughs> Blue and fat. 
They eat you to, know get, that. to get a nice blubber layer, blubbery layer, and then they play their tunes. Um, more useful suggestion to go along with yours, <laughs> Sarah's. Uh, okay, we got a lot of like electronics and things around. It's a big place, and they're probably going to break. Mm-hmm. We need people mm-hmm. to fix them. Jawas. And just scurry oh, around. You see a bunch wait, of Jawas scurrying they, little lamps and fix them. They the they're like scavengers. Are... They build a lot of things. Yeah, but aren't I they a little Jawas first? They also might I take thought, on light bulbs, but that's fun. I thought, ooh, they can fix things. They can. They're little, so they'll fit into stuff. Yeah. And they can fix stuff. But what I read is that they're scavengers and they're great at finding things, but they often slap dash. And send things off in not quite working order. So we can ask them <laughs> to um, fix the... Fuck, what is his name? The elevator that takes people down to the underwater restaurant. But we can't guarantee that it's going to be fixed enough that it actually doesn't get stuck. Oh, God. And all the oxygen is sucked out for some reason. You know what I mean? Okay. Ooh, Worm, okay wait. Wormwood. Matilda's dad. Oh, yeah. They're... Oh. Wormwood! You know, she gets mad about the car. Yeah. That's them. Name? I can't remember his name, but um, those are Jawas. Consider... Danny DeVito is who it is. Right. So. That really matters. Can we can consider, we consider Oh, I was going to say, can we consider one specific droid to be a creature? Because oh. I want little mouse droids. Because <laughs> they're oh, the tiny little things and they yeah, fix stuff. Yeah, they're cute. I would have chosen gawk droids because they're the best droids, but all they do is walk into things and explode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're called gonk. Yeah, we don't we don't need things. We to could do, what would you watch to do though? What? What would you watch to do for us? Um, operate rides. Gift shop. Operate the rides. <laughs> <laughs> Their main ride was the thing that killed a man. <laughs> they swung I, a log into a man. I would say like gift shop. I think they would be good for actually good for gift shop and guest services. Whereas Java would just be hilarious. To <laughs> That's more for us. <laughs> I like. <laughs> but like, imagine Java and his retinue as like Disney. The parade goes down Main Street. <laughs> I I would like that. He can be a part of our parade. The Main Street Electrical Parade, and just just Java. Yeah. The hut. Followed by your little mouse droids. What are yeah. they called? Mouse droids. Oh, great. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> just sweeping up all the little confetti. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a little thing in there that's alive. What? I don't think oh, so. who can little, never be sure? Who can never be sure? I uh, did... don't think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I don't think the. Do you think the Jawas could keep the Fell Beast? Are they evil enough? But like not. I don't think, I don't they're, think they're, they're evil. just they're just little scamps. Yeah, they're <laughs> just little Joes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I'm a I'm a Joa. Joa, <laughs> that's pretty good. A little scamp. Yeah, you only know, see are my yellow eyes. And the Jawas have two languages. One that make it, it makes it impossible for people to understand them. Yes. And the other that they can sort of communicate with people. Yes. And so you sometimes say things, and I think to myself, I wish I knew what that was. All of a sudden, it's me learning that I'm a Jawa. <laughs> I wear a lot of hoods. Oh, Beanie Kid is back. Did I tell you? Did you he see? is? I, I think it's the same Beanie Kid. Is it on Saturdays then? Yeah. Oh. Um, for those of you unawares, everyone, <laughs> yeah, we 
our facility has a junior keeper program, and Joe and I like to make up tales about these um, children that we don't know. Kick me out of this. Yeah, you're right. That was fucked up. Me too. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I forget how invested. I so you're just solidifying my position as the least fun one. I think <laughs> the only actual. <laughs> junior keepers and their personalities are obviously like dictated by what they wear to be junior keepers which a lot of times is like not necessarily appropriate garb for being a zookeeper but you know it's a learning curve and for the most part it's just a lot of denim and we've got one kid who is known as beanie kid because no matter xander no matter the weather no matter how hot it is how sunny it is how much he's sweating our good friend Xander who that is absolutely not his name but like it definitely is. but it but it's his Xander is beanie kid beanie boy if you will bean boy a little bean, bean baby <laughs> a little beanie baby he's a little princess limited edition beanie baby purple bear I just have a purple bear with a beanie <laughs> uh, beanie oh, boy will have a, a gift shop item yeah. now um, but yeah, he just, he will never not wear his beanie and it's, you I know, did. I, I was that boy. I was, I was definitely a, a hoodie. Yeah. Seventh and eighth grade. You would mm-hmm. not catch me outside without a hoodie on full that. coverage for no reason. I couldn't gotta tell keep you it why. Going. Gotta keep that look up. I honestly, it was mostly because the uniform crew neck that we had at my school, uh, made my skirt look better because, like, I don't, if anyone knows anything about Catholic schools and Catholic school skirts specifically, uh, they're not meant to be flattering. Huh? And they're, and while some girls are able to make them flattering, albeit illegal, um, I was never, at least in middle school, I near the end of high school, I figured it out. But did you have flat in high school? Oh yeah. Uh, we oh moved, yeah, we moved on to and black mm. kilts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, we had we had the little little plaid jumpers until fourth grade, and then fifth grade you upgraded to the plaid skirt, and then once you got to high school, it was just a vaguely different plaid skirt in like two or three different styles. So. But all of them looked better with a sweatshirt, so I was like, I guess I have to wear a sweatshirt. <laughs> what am I going to do, look stupid in my uniform? <laughs> I still looked stupid in my uniform, to be clear. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, my... Vaguely less stupid. <laughs> my uniform was polo shirt and khakis, oh, which was yeah. god-awful. But I a... could wear a navy blue 
hoodie over it. Mm, so that helps. Was not about to show people that I was wearing a polo. Yeah, it really. Because that really polos don't really mesh when you're a skater. Like yeah, that's well, when your identity is. It also bummed me out bones. that I think through eighth grade the boys could wear blue, uh, like chinos, like the same material as khakis, but they're mm. like navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then once you got to high school, it had to be all khakis. And I I will never wear just, khakis. Ugh, why? Why do we do that to... Like, They're why awful. do we... do? We do it now as zookeepers. A lot of places are like khakis mm-hmm. is the way to go. And I got to tell you, I disagree. So bad. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. So bad. Why would we good. do that? Nobody looks good. Nobody looks good. I had one pair of like khaki jeggings, which... Ew. Is as awful as it sounds, but also that is the best. That's the best I've ever looked in khakis. Was these dreadful polyester, <laughs> shitty, painted on jegging khakis. <laughs> it's because khakis are trash. Yeah, there was also a thing in my school that you had to wear a belt, and at some point, like I just that, yeah wouldn't wear a belt, and my sister wouldn't wear a belt, and then the like mm-hmm. PTA person or whatever basically was like, well. You know, if, if the rule is, like, if it has belt loops, you have to wear a belt. So then my sister started, and then I followed, of just cutting all the belt loops off our pants. Ah, oh, nice. Because <laughs> we were gotcha. pretty cool. We didn't wear belts. Sick. Yeah. Um, so are we hiring everyone that we mentioned just now? Let's see why not. I Including think, Java. <laughs> I don't think we should have the Jawas. But okay. I don't see why we shouldn't have Java. <laughs> I mean, I don't. He's, yeah. He literally cannot do anything. He's the float. <laughs> yeah. He is the float. He he's, got, he's got Max Rebo the band. The float. Just going Max around. Max Rebo band. We've got what band did you. What are they called? Uh, Finger and Dan and the Modal Nodes. Oh, that's why I couldn't remember it. Because <laughs> it's very long I, and good. I still don't. I could not repeat what you just said. The Cantina Song Band. The Cantina, Cantina Song Band. band. Jizz music. Spunk. And then we've got Ewoks doing for something. Guest services in the gift shop. I'm come on. They would be great in the gift shop. They're, they're probably the pretty good at selling. I was just about to say, you want to talk about like retail warrior? Yeah, it's an Ewok. You want to talk about how many problems we're gonna have with children like picking them up? <laughs> they're stronger than a child. Well, that's why you have the Gamorians at the, you know, flanking the doors <laughs> and let out a couple of squeals in their native yeah. tongue. And if the kid goes up to the Ewok and Ewok says, don't come at me, you gotta, if you come at me, you gotta, come at, you gotta come at these piggy boys. <laughs> what do Ewoks sound like? Was that right? I think that was more Chawa. I don't know. I, I say like, like kind of the thing. Let us know in the comments. Uh, slide into our DMs on Instagram. You can find us at the Mythical Menagerie, or God damn it, what else? I, <laughs> I am an Ewok. Oh man! <laughs> uh, email us your sound bites of any Star Wars creature impersonation you got uh let's see how your ewok stacks up to mine i gotta tell you i'm pretty confident uh but email us at 
mythicalmenageriepodcast at gmail.com or again find us on Instagram at the mythical menagerie and and enjoy your evening. Do you have a star bye You know that thing you do. Fair the air well. Oh can't even be mad at that one. That was good. Oh also thank you to Christopher Walters for providing us with the music. Your fart the air. My fart the air. Yeah, great. Great and good. Did you want to say Oh, thanks to my ma the air for the logo art. My parents, I hope you, I will thank you for listening because I hope you still do that. I hope you still do that, but who can never be sure? I think I'm going to get Joe a reborn of his mother? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs>